Yes. Nick, Nick, go. All right. So today it is just the three of us, uh, myself, Tom, and Tim, because Mark of infamous Iron Gauntlet Circle fame is off beating people up with Striker, uh, presumably. He has been telling us stories of the brutal competitiveness of the uh, the new Flames of Darkness theme. And unlike most people in the world, he actually owns some Marwan Archons. So he gets to do that. Um, the rest of us are currently in a waiting pattern. <laughs> yes. Some and, of us and, are in a longer waiting pattern than others. Yeah, yeah. That is correct. I am sorry about your geographical issues. I'm also uh, worried as to whether we'll be getting uh, metal ones or resin ones. Yeah, metal ones seems scary, given the wings. Do, do if the they're metal, metal I'm like going to be just... risking... I'm going to be risking, uh, um, you know, taxes and uh, import fees. <laughs> oh, dear. Now, you could live in Oregon, <laughs> where there I'm are no it. retail sales tax. Zero. Zilch. Nada. No sales tax <laughs> at all. Right? But you do have to pay a whole ton of money when you take your trash to the dump in Oregon. Wait, if if I live in Oregano? Well, I don't know. Oregon, Oregon's a state. Well, maybe they should clean it up then. Well, I, it, it's sort of <laughs> nice here. I mean, it's pretty nice, you know, here in Oregon. Um, yeah, I, I, I am hoping that the Morrowin uh, Archons are... Uh, resin, they feel like they would probably not fall apart as swiftly. Oh, no, they are. Tim, 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 they are resin. Oh, good. In the, in US. the United States. Right, right, right. And but, but in the UK, we often get metal molds instead of resin. What? Really? Oh, yeah, right. so you like, you know, trencher long gunners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minor metal. What? Why? I thought you guys. I thought you guys used up all your metal defeating the Nazis like eighty years ago, right? You built like all those boats and stuff, and now you're out of metal, we, we, right? We we dug up more. Oh, thank God. Well, yeah. I, all right. I guess that's that's acceptable. I guess. I don't know. No. Um, no, my express crews were metal as well, and they were badly uh, miscast, so I get new ones. Uh, oh dear! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we didn't introduce ourselves, so I'm Tim. That's Nick. Say hi, Nick. Hey, Nick. <laughs> That's Tom. He's the French guy. Um, Je suis Napoleon. <laughs> God. Um, God. Nah, seriously, I'm not. You know, I want to talk some Siege 1 today, and then we're going to get into some janker junk. But I think we have, like, some orders of business to do before we do any of that stuff. Um, I think Tom needs to go first, because he's actually going to play some games, it sounds like, which is a, a radical revelation. A radical revelation. But is there anything you want to talk about... Tom, like, something you're excited for that you want to talk about. I'm sorry, you'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. A, what? A towel? Yeah. I don't understand. Oh, man. Oh, man. Is Tom Just okay? 
go back and watch some nineties Simpson. Oh. Oh, okay. This is some <laughs> some some references that are older than I am. Dude, yep. I, I it, yeah, I was a teenager in the nineties. That was like twenty years ago, man. What what am I missing? Tell me something you're excited for. I am excited for stuff that hasn't been released yet. <laughs> okay. Like I, I, I can't help writing lists and thinking oh, I really need I really need Gabriel Throne in here. I, I you just, do. Yeah. In every list, more or less. <laughs> yeah, he's like if Ragman and Rupert had a baby and put it on a horse. Yeah, and made it a weapon master. Yeah. And then also let you bring Ragman as well. <laughs> yeah. I heard you like buffs. So I put some buffs on your buffs. Yeah, yeah. Signar don't really have a history of buffs stacking to the level that we're going to get soon. And yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, and apparently that's already started if you have the Archon and the Hermit, because as mentioned earlier, we were discussing with our good friend Mark about flames in the darkness and he showed us a list that had both the hermit and ragman and we went oh right that's the first plus four and then he had striker so that was another and sorry striker two to be clear right right. that's another plus two Can... and then yes i i want to talk about something real fast i, I, I because like we're going to talk about buff stacking right yes. and and i need to talk about like the problem with the themes and how they affected Signar exponentially and why math matters, right? It's like so you have the trencher theme, right? And it's and it's a bunch of actually let me back up a hair. Signar heavy jacks are okay, but they're very, very expensive, right? They're not Merc Jacks. Our light jacks are very, very good. But if you take the trencher theme, it's like, well, you take trenchers and the trenchers like sort of shoot pillow fistity and then they're in melee pillow fistity and you have trencher long gunners, which are sort of pillow fistity. And it's like, OK, what do you do to resolve this issue to to hit harder? Well, you oh, take um, dice, mate, dice and dice. Right. And you take heavy jacks. Right. But Signar heavy jacks. Not in theory. Too too nice. expensive, and the theme's too constrictive to make the heavy jacks work in the theme, right? So, and you sort of had this problem throughout all the themes. So, we're we're hitting. I'm, this... I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be the devil's advocate on this one. I'll let you finish. But uh, okay, I'm, okay. I'm, I have a differing opinion. Okay, go ahead. Um, see, the way I see it, see it, the trencher theme, um. Tra let's just talk regular trencher infantry, right? They're the core of the theme. Um, so when they charge in, they've got assault, so they've got two shots. They're hitting at power eleven with their gun, and then yep. they're hitting at power eleven, power eleven with their melee weapon. Yep. Uh, not fantastic, but not bad. Yep. Add in Ragman. That's a power thirteen with the gun, and then a power thirteen with the bayonet. Right, Correct. because because Ragman's buff doesn't buff you, it debuffs the enemy. So all of a sudden, for 16 points, you can have 10 of the buggers. It damages stuff. Like when you're rolling 20... Oh, sorry. What I was saying is when you're rolling enough attacks, dice spikes happen, and you, you will get your damage through. 
and the best thing about it is when you've got more dudes doing multiple attacks um you your enemy has a harder time trading favorably into you because say you bring our overcosted jacks you send an ironclad in to kill a marauder or whatever it doesn't really matter sure sure let's just say for argument's sake you kill it now i've never really had a great success having ironclads kill anything <laughs> but um so, so, say for example the stars align and your ironclad kills a heavy it then gets killed by a heavy but if you use four trenches to charge a heavy you're probably not going to kill it but now that heavy is surrounded by four trenches who all have tough so they might not die they might die but then next turn you charge it with another four and eventually it will die i so so I agree. I, I, I absolutely agree with what you're saying, right? I I think yeah. I, I think what I'm trying to say is like in in the themes, right, as as the themes used to exist and as they've changed, it's like solutions to problems that you needed before came at a penalty, right? Like if you wanted to take, you know, Haley two with you know, fifty points of jacks and two units of storm lances it was harder to do before right Correct. so so yeah, yeah. so i i absolutely agree with you tom but i also think that some of the troop redundancies in the themes created um like some list stagnation problems and like where you want it to solve a problem you realize like if you wanted to take Haley 3 and you were like hey let's let's use 37 more jack points and take an ironclad well it's no longer 12 point ironclad it's now a uh, uh, 17 point ironclad right which is a stormclad yeah. right so so y- you you were paying that penalty and i think and ma- maybe i'm wrong but I feel like in Signorland, this affected our faction maybe more than any other because of the way that our themes were constructed and the redundancy of the troops in those themes, right? Like there's no unit of Weapon Master Trenchers aside from, you know, two solos you can take. There's no... Three Yeah, okay. Three. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we have, sure, sure. We have... That's fair. We have That's no fair. Base. I, I'm just no, no, saying. We have no base weapon master unit at all. Right, right. Yep, and and that, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. We've there's got no, two, like, there's we've no got crazy two, like, unit faux weapon of, of even like POW 9 weapon master dudes with, you know, sidestep or something weird. You know, sure. There's no, there's none of that. So, okay. I, I was moving on past that. And I think what happened, if you've been pay, paying any attention, like two weeks ago, Brandon Owen took fourth down at what the North Cal Open, which is actually not in Northern California. It's like in the middle of California, Correct. right? And then Josh Gilstrap played in a twelve-person tournament last weekend and came in first. I mean, I yeah, I don't know how strong that meta is, right? But considering how badly Signar is done for the last year and a half. <laughs> seeing there were like four different people that placed in the top five in tournaments in the last two weeks okay like that's a big deal that that is a massive massive deal um oh yeah 
like like I was saying to you before um uh, before we started, um once all of the releases for this uh Flames in the Darkness theme come out, I think Signar are not only just in contention for being good, I think that they're gonna be back on the people moaning and asking for nerfs for Signar again list. Like it's gonna happen. So people I, are gonna start asking for nerfs for Signar. It's gonna happen. And and God praise that day when that happens. Like I'm waiting for that day. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for like those Mark II moments where people looked at me and they were like, "You mean I can't like move any of my guys or the black four the black thirteenth are only four points? What are you talking about? Like I'm waiting for that day to happen again. Um, and I feel like in the meantime, in the meantime the themes have opened up things that we can talk about that we can put on the table right now and that are very, very viable. And I think two of those things are, um, Haley two, um, with double storm lances and a bunch of jacks in, um, storm division. And I think siege one in heavy metal. And I think that siege one has had traction in the past is is that right? Would oh, you yeah. say like Siege One for the last six months to a year? Like people have talked about it, but I think the yep. problem has been is like it's always been the Siege problem where like he absolutely dominates a bunch of matches, and then there's literally crap you can't put him into. Like you you can't do it. So because of I that, think, um, I think th- I think the list of things that he couldn't play into um got a lot better once Kane Zero came out because it meant that Siege just didn't randomly just die because he's camping like three or four more focused than he ever used to. Or like frequently seven if I'm playing. Like I'll just have Siege Camp seven now. Trivially. Um Yeah, I mean, why not? You know, like yeah. he can I, he can go to like the middle of the table, pull the last one from the squire and be like come at me, bro. I'm I'm arm twenty two for seven attacks. I mean Personally, I'd rather have him at six focus and be in a foxhole, but yeah. Yeah, it depends on the situation, but yeah, yeah. either way, whatever. He's nigh on unkillable at that point. Um, but I think the problem has been with Siege 1 is there hasn't been anybody to pair him with up until now. And I think you're going to start seeing some of that mid-mark 2, Haley 2, uh, Siege 1 pairing come back uh, into prominence. I don't know about nobody to pair him with. Haley 3 has always existed. Mm-hmm. Haley 3 and Striker 2 have both existed. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm going to be collecting the list this evening, actually, but I mean Daniel Bergstrom won two cons with that pairing. It's yeah, they happen good. to be in Scandinavia, and no, no one knows about them. Does, does but he, s- he won two conventions with like 30 to 40 people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think that um, you you say Scandinavia. I think now's a good time to uh, remind people um, of other podcasts. <laughs> what? Which one would that be? Um, so I think it's uh, which one is it? I'm just going to double check because I I've got this brain thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like say, midnight where, say, where you live. Yeah, it's not quite midnight, but it's, not yet. it's pretty late. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Oh, come back to me. Come back to me. Yeah. But anyway, the, the point I was making about Striker is that the 
the ability to leverage two storm lances with a defensive deep, with a defensive buff against guns, which is the main predator of storm lances. Storm lances, uh, you can trade efficiently into them with certain very specific melee models, but it's quite rare because most jacks don't really like fighting them. Uh, defense 13 is high enough to be annoying. Defense 17 means that you don't always get a kill with your offhand, that sort of thing. And then what the, the hell is that uh, noise? I'm not sure. What what noise are you talking about? There's a shuffling noise. Oh, oh. That sounds like a vibrator. Oh, that's my vibrator. I'm sorry. It happens. Okay. Um, well, let's, let's let, not... Let me, let me see if I can... <laughs> you know, I mean, this these things happen. Let me... Uh, let me let me turn this uh, sound off here. You know, that's just the way it goes. Right. The podcast uh, okay. Is called can you, can you still hear it? Do you, do you yeah. hear the vibrating noise still? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Very faintly. What? I don't even understand what that is. All right. Well, what were you saying, Tom? What were you saying? Uh, yeah, he uh, was saying boosted uh, rolls. Sorry. Is a yeah boosted rolls. It's an EU EU focused podcast. Uh, Yes. So you would know about uh, EU tournament results. No, no. I don't listen to Australian podcasts. That's just not what I do. <laughs> it's not an Australian podcast. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. That's uh, Dark Guidance. Dark Guidance, yeah. yeah. And that is a good podcast. Uh, I'll yeah, have I to mean, check it, it out. out there are good players in Australia. All right. Anyway, the, the point I was making is basically... Uh, Striker is and has been and will continue to be a good list because he leverages models that have very powerful attacks and he gives them all an extra attack and extra move. And that's a very, very powerful combination. Uh, it was still not his main list, him being um, uh, Daniel Bergstrom, because Siege beat certain things that you had to beat. Like, you wanted to play into Circle, you needed to play Siege. You wanted to play into Protectorate, you needed to play Siege. Guns are played to Grimkin. He's to play Siege. And so I think that having lists that do not require Siege to carry so, carry so much of the weight will change how that, that pairing works. If people keep playing Siege. I don't know. Well, it, the other Siege problem, the, the Siege 1 problem that you have is like in Storm Division, um, all the units, like all the good units have Assault. So sure. you're giving up like that sweet, sweet Stormblade charge attack for you know a lesser I assault attack. I don't think attack. many people. Um, I don't think yeah. many people really take Siege One in Storm Division. No, no, but that, no, that's you... sort of what I mean. Is like you you were gonna take him in Heavy Metal or Sons of the Tempest. So, uh, yeah, I think in order in order it's Heavy Metal, then Sons of the Tempest, then Great Diggers. Yeah. Can you um. All right, let's. We're like twenty minutes into the shindig. Let's. Um, what what is like a standard siege one, heavy metal list? Um, get, go ahead there, Tom. Do you do you know? A first, okay. Um, so battle group starts with triumph. You just always bring triumph with siege. Um, it's just really really good. Two boosted um, power, fifteen shots every turn is a lot that yep. for heavy. Magical true sight. Yeah. It's and he's got shield guard to keep keep him safe. Yeah. It's just really good. Plus he doesn't require unless you want to um, abuse dual attack. And by that for uh, for listeners that don't know, uh, dual attack allows triumph to make his ranged and melee attacks in the same activation, and that includes uh, he can trample. And then shoot. 
So if you need um, a threat extension or you just need to move eight inches to the side to get a better line of sight past the forest or something, I don't know. Um, Triumph as you covered. So I'd, if in that case, I'd allocate one focus because personally, and this is just me personally, I always boost Triumphs to hit well because, oh yeah, Rat, rat Seven's good, but missing feels bad. Well, he gets that he gets that focus for free anyway, unless you trample, right? So yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, if he's trampling or charging, I give him a focus. All right, so you're taking Triumph, and then what are you taking in like that off slot to round out the battle group? Um, Noah. This, this is the thing. If I'm bringing him in heavy metal, he's uh, he's going to be bringing more than just his war jet points. Sure, sure. So um, honestly, uh, it utterly depends on the rest of the list. Um, I've built him in many different ways. I've built him with like five charges. I've built him with a couple of hunters. Um, I think uh, if you're bringing him in heavy metal, you want at least one storm strider. I think you want and. Two. Yeah, I, yeah I mean, they're like, it's like two defenders stapled together that has lightning generator. That don't require focus from Siege. Correct. Right. I, um, I, I think two I, is I think you really bring, good. yeah, I think you bring um, Kane, Zero, and Ace. Kane is putting um, Fire for Effect up on Siege or a Storm Strider, or he can cycle it between the two if you want. Um I think uh, if you want to, you can bring a Genuine Warcaster with a Firefly to buff the um, the Storm Striders. But if there's a lot of Blessed in your meta, then just put a Firefly on um, Siege. Uh, honestly, I'm valuing Junior less and less these days. Um, it depends on your own personal preferences, I guess. But less and less rounding... is the word, Tom. I think, I think you, you actively devalue him. You go, uh, I, I put Junior in my list, and I have I have le- lost a personal battle. And I'm I used to put him in my food. list when we got four free options in Heavy Metal. <laughs> yes, that was a different time. Yeah, yeah. But but once it became three free options, I was like, eh, no. no. But you really want Kane Zero, because Fire for Effect on Ground Man, Pounder bro. is baller. It's, like, it's, it's one of the main reasons why I think... Um, Gravediggers is Siege One's worst theme because he doesn't have Kane Zero. Yeah, um, he gets Fire Rangers. For Siege you, you is so good. You basically are trading Kane Zero for for Rangers, um, and that is a negative You're trade. Nine points for a worse effect, which is right, right. Not where we want to be. <laughs> I, so, in, in regards to the Charger Hunter um, sort of dilemma, is like the Hunters sort of don't work with Siege's feet. But they Correct. do. They definitely don't work. Because, well, like, let's say you drop, you know, a ground pounder on, you know, an arm 18 heavy. You're at dice plus yep. five, right? And then Triumph yep. hits it with a dice minus seven. And then you get a dice minus Triumph, two hunter Triumph shot. Power 15, so minus three. Or di- right, minus three. <laughs> and then you get a hunter shot, which is dice minus three, right? So, like, yep. you can, with a hunter, you can basically delete a heavy. With the charger, you get more quality shots to kill dudes, but it's harder to delete um, a heavy. My answer to this is it's 100% depending on what you're building the list for. Yep. If you're building the list to uh, beat Devara's host, you want chargers. 
Yes. Um, because each shot is killing, in, unless they tough, is is killing a thorn. Yep. Now, if you're going into Karchev, you want hunters. It, it's just what your meta is, really. So, you know, yeah. your mileage may vary. Rule of thumb, if you're playing against uh, single wound dudes or medium-based dudes, you want chargers. If you see more heavies in your meta, take hunters. Is oh, dude, no, if you're playing against single, if you're playing against lots of single wound dudes, bring fireflies. Well, bring no, well, five, you, don't, five. you don't care about single wound dudes because you're bringing two storm striders. But we're talking right, about yeah, yeah. one. Yes. He's always bringing two storm striders. You don't need fifteen lightning generators. Six will do it, right? But you, you, don't, but you uh, could. <laughs> you could. <laughs> more is better. Yeah, more is definitely better. But I, I so I think a thing to say about siege, just really quick sketch because. Tom provided a general outline. I just want to uh, rattle this down for anyone who hasn't looked it up. The, the general outline that I've seen is Siege with the Squire, Triumph, two Chargers, two Stormstriders, Junior with a Firefly, Ace and Kane, and then Alexia and the Risen, and then a solo. Uh, due to the way the three points work right now, that solo could be three or four points. Um, but it's usually going to be three points because you want to go first because you're playing Siege. Uh, so you're probably taking uh, Anastasia the Rain. Uh, you're playing Alexia and the Risen because you get Spark Nodes and you get Contesting Solos and Scoring Solos every turn. Um, which, otherwise, you're putting things like Ace, there's like Kane on a flag, or your Journeyman Warcaster on a flag, or your Squire on a flag, and then any of those models just die. Like, it, 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 there's no power that you possess that can stop them from dying. They will die if they're standing on a flag. Whereas if you're putting a Thrall Warrior on a flag, or if you're putting risen on a on a zone that you want to contest you don't care if they die that's the purpose of those points those 10 points is to let you not get run over on scenario yes um i i agree 100 with that um just for clarity i will just add uh when nick says spark notes he means um because the alexia and the risen's unit aren't immune to electricity you can shoot them in the back with your storm striders to kill uh high defense or stealth models um pretty useful. Yes, and critically, depending on where you run Alexia to, she can actually collect the corpses from the models that you kill with the Alexia. Most effects that allow corpse or soul collection do not uh, allow that, but she does. Anytime a living model dies in her command, she gets the corpse. That's sweet. Yes. Um, do you feel like do you feel like Alexia 1 is a required component of that list build? just so you don't lose on yes. scenario? Yes. The alternative is you're taking three units of mechanic, uh, and that is not nearly as good. Um, you are, you're giving up the ability to generate solos. You only, you're only getting, I think, two more bodies. You're giving up a boostable hand cannon. You don't get to collect corpses off of opposing models or your own models if Junior or uh, uh, Kane Zero dies. Basically, you... you you are technically paying less points for more models, but the way that you are allowed to use those models is much more restrictive. Hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like you could take that list and put in Sword Knights or Precursor Knights instead of Alexia 1? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I think it is worse. Um, because the ability to turn a 10-point unit into a solo every turn is really significant for scenario purposes. From a contesting 
standpoint, the Sword Knights and the Precursor Knights are similar, but they're worse insofar as they don't turn into pillars. That is and, true. Um, because of uh, because of the way unit coherency works, um, in order to get a member of your Sword Knight unit to um, contest deeply, you have to have the leader model near the enemy force, enough that it could be killed. So you're not just giving up the one model that you ran to contest, you're giving up potentially three to four of your Sword Knights. Whereas um, Alexia can chuck out through Warrior, say she started the turn with a corpse, she places it nine inches away from her, she walks up six, it walks up six, then it runs twelve. So it moved 18 inches and was placed nine inches up from her. So there's not really scenario elements that it can't get to unless they are body blocking to such an extreme level. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, it's, it's the ability to spit out models and throw them a an unreasonably far distance that distinguishes it from every other cheap option available to the pack. So because if you're if you're using a unit of mechanics, they're command six, and so all but one of them are probably dying. And then you're not contesting that zone next turn because the other one is 12 inches behind where the front one was, so it literally can't run. So what, I've been playing Siege 1 for a long time, um, since like the middle of Mark 2. And one of the things that I love about him is after you feat, you typically know if you've won or lost the game. Uh, if, if you've ever played like 20 games with Siege 1, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, your feet either like completely decimates the enemy where you know they'll never be able to actually fight back or you didn't get enough value out of it and you know that since it didn't get enough value, you're never going to have another turn as powerful as that one. And I think that one of the things um, that happens when you're winning with Siege is there's so much attrition, but he takes like a bunch of shooty stuff that late game, there are times when you need to, like, commit Siege to killing something in a zone. And I think if you take Alexia 1, that can also relieve Siege of some of that duty. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Especially so, if the other... Uh, if, if your enemy has brought corpses for her. Yes. Yeah, if she, she has stuff on the table... She is... <laughs> she's, she's probably unlikely to get that with siege that but um, no no probably not but um I, no I, to get 20 you kind of really need to bring your own infantry as well yeah um and, and usually like if you have to commit siege late game you're not doing it like in any sort of like risky fashion you're like trying yep. to like seal the deal and you know score that fifth control point or whatever and I think Alexia 1 can, like, oh, Siege, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do this risky thing and spend all your focus to, like, kill a heavy or some dumb shit like that. You can have Alexia 1 handle it for you, and I think that that's an interesting component. Um, yep. If you're building Siege in heavy metal and you're not taking the Chargers and the Hunters, is there any value in, like, taking Grenadiers with... Um, Trencher mechanics, you think that's valid? I think that's a, I think that's a fine choice. I don't think Siege wants to do that. I think it's a fine choice with other casts. 
Okay. Because if if you if you want the the dig in models with light light arms, like if you're let's say you're playing a a striker list hypothetically, you have blur for them. You have a junior that you want to put a warjack on, but you don't want to firefly for some reason. Um, if you can make the trencher uh, engineers durable enough to matter, and that you're you're playing them anyway, then sure, grenadier is good, great value. But until that point, when you have, and the, the conditions again are, you want to bring trencher mechanics, you know they'll survive, you have spare focus to, to fuel the grenadier. If you mark all those conditions, then I could say it's a good choice. But Seed does not do that. Yeah, I kind of um, also think that at that point you're paying 14 points to make your Grenadier need focus and, you know, <laughs> will shoot three power 13s. Or you can just spend nine points and have two power 12s and then have an extra five points towards your next charger, you know. Yeah. Oh, and chargers get boosted attack and damage roll for one focus. So, which so is what, probably better than plus one pal. What what's yep. the cost of two grenadiers and two units of mechanics? Like <laughs> mechanic are the mechanics uh, five points? The mechanics are five, five yeah, points. They are, yeah. yeah, so that's twenty eight points, whereas you can literally get three chargers for that same price. Or, uh, or, and have points left over. Right. And have that's our eight points left over. Right. You have a point left over. That feels better to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to be to be honest, what you do is, if you want to run Grenadiers, you run them in the Trencher theme when you're already bringing Express Crew and the Doggo and Finn, and you, you have all these incidental models that can just reload it. Yeah. You don't really want to be bringing Trencher mechanics just to... I mean, I'll be honest, this is probably more jank or junk, but there is one theme in which I would bring a Grenadier and Trench Mechanics. Okay. Um, and that's some, that's if you want to if you want to run a Grenadier marshaled on a gunmate unit, <laughs> it could be worth it. Now, bear with it. me. It, it is jank, but there's a very uh, neat way Thunderbolt interacts with AoEs. Yep. Everything yes. is pushed directly away from the Grenadier, not the AoE. So it splits everything apart just slightly, and you get to choose the order of which they're pushed. So you pick the ones at the back first, and it just splits up shield wall yeah. or base to base buffing models. Yeah, it's sort of like a, a weird push spray effect. Yeah, that's the direct. Stuff. Yes, and in Sons of the Tempest, um, you know, on a um, on a gun mage unit, it's yep. it's getting access to snipe. And it's also giving access to fire for effect and Arlen and the uh, spray, so you you can put a critical mass of buff to maybe maybe make it worthwhile. Yeah. Hmm. If you get fire for effect on that first shot, the second shot gets to boost from the focus from Arlen. You're going into a model with the flare and the the rune mark spray from fall. Maybe if you follow those buffs, it's worth trying. But I think, getting back to our topic at hand, I think for Siege, Siege wants models that take focus and output damage. Or, preferably, don't take focus and output damage. So that's where those, the Storm Strategies come in. That's where uh, K-0 actually comes in. He has a pair of rats, seven shots that are power irrelevant, because if he 
he's shooting a Tharn Ravager on the feet turn, for instance, instead of dice minus five, he's dice plus two. So you have to roll a three. Uh, and if you don't feel confident rolling threes, I'm sorry, you're going to have a very hard time. With it. <laughs> so I do have an interesting thing. question, actually. Yeah. And um, I didn't honestly think I'd ever be saying this, but with the new requisition system not punishing us for taking infantry in heavy metal, Mm-hmm. Could you could either of you see, and I'm aiming aiming this mainly at Nick. No offense, Tim. <laughs> that's fine. Um, that's fine. Could you could you honestly see yourself ever considering running long gunners, regular long gunners, with siege? Because you can either go for your big pow twenty one, or you could get twenty pow tens. Now that's quite that's quite um, versatile for his feet against you know if you're up against high armor, low model count, you go for your CRAs, yep. you know. That's what an you, excellent question. I, I think that if you're, I think that if you're taking it anywhere, I think Siege is probably the correct choice, because he solves one half of their problem, which is, uh, if they're shooting against infantry in most cases, uh, taking individual shots, you can't leverage it fully, because they're too low pow. Um, but if you're shooting individual shots with siege, again, we go back to that Tharn Ravager scenario, uh, you, you force a tough on a three. So, it's probably going down. So, I, I think it's worth testing, but on the other hand, Stormstriders are just such, like, idiotically efficient models that I'm, I'm having a really hard time going, yeah, I, I really do not want this Stormstrider, and instead would like to take some longer. Well, why don't you bring the Stormstrider and the longer? That is a fair question, actually. And I, a, I ask because I have yeah. twenty-two long guns sat in my shop. Okay. <laughs> so I, yeah, go ahead. So I, I think part of the problem is is long gunners die super easy, um, and, and then he's you got, lose. Um, well, you lose Fox value when some die, right? Yeah. Like, like okay, you get a big pal twenty-one. Well, what happens when four of them die? You get a pal seventeen. Well. Now you're talking like very, very close to what a Storm Strider gets you because you lost four long yeah. gunners, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I think if they go anywhere, they go a siege. I, I don't know if they'll ever see a ton of play. I, I really don't. I, mm. I, yeah. Well, I just thought I'd ask. No, I, I think to answer your your desire to have your long gunners have value. I think they're worth trying and math. I think you take all the long guns uh, and you cram them by the shovel full into your Artifice of Deviation and have the others hide in places where they don't die, hopefully. <laughs> um, I don't know if you take the UA. The reposition and the boosted attacks are very interesting, but I don't know that you want to spend another four points for one more attack. And you may just you may just then have to figure out what the rest of your list is to let you play on Uh I think you'd have to bring Alexia at that point. Uh, yeah, you you're definitely, yeah, you, yeah, you're definitely... You play, her, you play her defensively, collecting long gunners and uh, just checking out the rules. Yeah, I mean, at that point, maybe you take Alexia too, because she's three points left, and the, the purpose is to generate thralls. And your yeah, long yeah, gunners no, will provide souls. You, they will die. <laughs> they will. <laughs> have no fear. Yeah. That um, actually sounds like a better idea. Plus, you can 
um, make Siege even harder to kill with yes. uh, Arcane Vortex. Yes, that's a very good ability. Uh, um, uh, yeah. So yep, you... I... I had it saved me from a Zakova 2 assassination the other day. Ah, who were you playing the other day? Uh, I was playing Fiona. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, uh, the yeah. truth comes out to you, Dirty Dirty Lynch. <laughs> oh, man. That's, uh, that it was is a just fun nutty. Game, just nutty. Yeah. He, he, he went for a um, bottom of turn 1 assassination. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man. Like well, the thing is, I, I fully jammed uh fiona up there wanting to get a really deep uh feet turn the next turn Ah, and and he could run a bunch of his cav to be within range to feet on me and uh unfortunately one of them died to a counter charging toro i think you mean fortunately for you no unfortunately for him um (laughs) and it also blocked the better um landing zone that he'd proxied out for his uh, Telgush mark to get uh, the stationary spell off. Yeah. And um, basically it put him he had to use a different model for his uh, Telgush mark which meant he only got one spell on me rather than two. Uh, and um, the spells that tried to set it up loaded up because uh, I'd put um, steelheads in front of her loaded yeah. Alexia up with uh, souls so I could uh, cancel if I wanted to. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think I think Alexia is something we'll have to do a deeper dive once Lames starts getting um, fleshed out a little more. Because having that that model as a faction model is a very different experience than having it as a mer- as a mercenary model. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So we we'll have to we'll have to talk about that later. Um, I think that we should move along to Janker Dunk. Fairly soon, but I did want to briefly talk about constant plays uh, because we are on the topic of things that are changing and new, and models that aren't released yet, and various Morrowind and playing. And you've been playing her, haven't you? I actually played her the other day. I've only played her once so far because I was messing around with Striker two earlier. But I am, I am pleased with where the changes left her, but at the same time somewhat concerned that she is going to get left behind with more models early. Oh, Which is really? a, a weird statement to say, because you're going, oh, well, you're going to make a bunch of uh, bunch of Morrowind models, so of course she loves that. And then you look at the Morrowind models that are coming out immediately, and you go, wait a minute, these aren't living. And wait a minute, these already have Divine Inspiration. And the, the two big things that her feast does is it helps living models and it gives divine inspiration and it benefits from living models because you need the souls for it to do anything of value. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so if you pull pull 18 points out of your list, or sorry, 16 points, to get two Marwan Archons, you're losing maybe 10 souls, maybe more. And her, yeah, her but big what, selling... What you are getting is um, protecting her souls. Yes, like, absolutely. And that I think is that's, where the value uh, is. I think yeah, she I think might that's... be a one Morrow and Archon caster, not a two. Yeah, it, it's possible that you play one Morrow and Archon and have it two or three ahead of her, just to make sure that your vanguard is protected from soul stealing. Yep. But my worry there is, at that point, you are, you are, you are losing, you are, you are suffering a higher opportunity cost than the other characters who are not reliant on having living models to leverage their ability. 
Okay, so, so if, if you're go ahead. When you talk about living models, what what are the non-living models, um, soulless or undead, that yes. concern? The Archon is the main one because it is very strong. But I think the best thing that it can pick up right now is an auto-hitting weapon master charge or an additional attack, which are both striker abilities. You're never you're never going to get either of those with, with Blaze. All she gives it is Crusader's Call. She does literally well, that's not true. She can boost the damage on a shield attack. Um, but I, I value that a lot less than another spear attack for the ability to automatically hit. It's interesting the way you think about it. Um I see it a uh, slightly different way. I don't think about it in terms of what Blaze can do for the Moron Archon. I think about it what the Moron Archon can do for her. Mm-hmm. Um I in 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 the Blaze lists that I'm imagining, I I couldn't care if the Moron Archon doesn't make a single attack ever. It's more <laughs> about yeah, it's more about it protecting her soul um soul train essentially, like once stuff starts dying and she starts being able to recycle that into powering up her army. Um, yeah, that's why I'm only really looking at bringing one with her, and I couldn't I couldn't really care if it <laughs> if it does any attacks. I mean, it, and the other thing that it does with her that it didn't previously, so this is a, a benefit for her, is the veteran leader bonus. Um, because when you and I, I will share this anecdote because it happened to me yesterday. Uh, when you start a turn with 18 focus, that's a lot of resources to leverage. And when you have one more on all your attack rolls with that 18 focus, it significantly cha- changes how you have to distribute the the, the resources that you have to spend. Did so you have a Lancer? Uh, I did not have a Lancer, and it did not matter Ooh. because oh, okay. I was charging their caster. <laughs> now, were you, were you Matt 10 when this happened? You should have been no. Matt 10. No. So I did not have Marwan Archons because they don't exist. And I did not have a flank target because my opponent made a tough one. So I had to go in uh, and raw dog it against 15-17 with 15 boxes. But you had 18 focus. I mean, I don't even know why you rolled that out. That caster was dead. I came up short because I could not roll it. (laughs) What? I was was charging. Yes, I was. So the, the, the sequence of events was I had to spend the focus to boost an attack roll with a precursor. Uh, and then the guy tossed and so uh, Rumor had to shoot the, the tough guy in the face. And then I had to cast Crusader's Call. So now we're down to 15. And then I had to cast Fortune because I went, well, this is more valuable than any boost that I can possibly make, or even any two boost to reroll eight all day. And then I charged in and proceeded to miss like the 28 eights, I guess that is. I had four times. Helga. 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 <laughs> the, what? The very competitive American meta. Constant plays versus Helga. <laughs> I, dude, I, I, I don't am even I know. Am I reinforcing your, your stereotypes, Tom? <laughs> I don't even know what to tell um, you. I, I have I have to ask, how many River Raiders? Uh, nine. And if it wasn't... That's yes! The, dude, I want to buy that <laughs> list just to own it. Um... Uh, oh my god! Uh, well, on that, oh my god! Oh my god! Do you guys, do you guys hear Dude, that music? I nine River you, you know what time it is, right? What time is it? It's well, it's the music is playing, so it's time. Uh, it's time for Jank or Junk. 
And, well, uh, very fittingly, Helga and the River Raiders are the, the harbingers of Jank or Junk. And now it's time for Jank or Junk, the second most popular Signar-related game show where we ask the question, is it Jank or is it Junk? I'm Glenn Connett, and here are your hosts. We had numerous people uh, send in Jank or Junk requests. Some of them were especially janky and junky simultaneously. Um, so let's let's start with John Tarshish. Tarkis. John Tarkis. John says uh, he has some Kane 2 tech, which is Kane 2 and Gravediggers with Ace and a Defender and two Hunters. And then Finn and Hitch and the Patrol Dog, Rangers, and Commandos with two Express teams. Um, and, and he says that the point of this is to make a, um, a cane to assassination build, um, with, with cane two with some heavies and the hunters, um, big damage shots. And then you can apply grievous wounds to the targets, uh, that you, that you hurt. Hmm. So, so it's cane two bonus. Kind of want to see a blockhouse in there, yeah. Um, to keep Kane safe, and um, where's Reinhold? Like, yeah, Reinhold and Rangers, I feel, are, are the big missing components. There's oh, he Ra- has Rangers, there's no, oh, he does, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's Rangers, there's a patrol dog. Yeah. I feel like the patrol dog if, might if be a little, the patrol dog feels Kane, unnecessary you... to me, um, yeah, yeah, a little, but. Um, but I do think if you add in the blockhouse, right, and he's yep. he's got a bunch of uh, trencher commandos as well. Like, if you if you like, maybe shrink the trencher infantry or the trencher commandos and the patrol dog, and then you squeeze in a blockhouse. It gets jankier and less junky at the same time. How much? Uh... I wasn't fully paying attention. How many warjacks was he taking outside of his uh, battle group points? So let's see. He's got a he's got a ace and a defender and two hunters. So he's at a forty six. Yeah, drop a warjack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Drop one of the hunters for the the blackout. Yeah, yeah. And and again, it gets jankier and less junky simultaneously. If you do that, I call that a jank or junk win. Um, yep, I'd say that's jank. Yep, it seems pretty fun. But, I, I actually, do, hmm, thinking about that, maybe maybe you drop the defender, you get a black house, you get Reinhold, and then you get one of the spray guys because you can put fire for effect on one of the spray commandos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's jank. That's jank. That's jank. <laughs> you don't want to put fire for effect on the black house. I mean, why not both? Why not both? Who knows? I mean, you can you can swap it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, no, you can't. <laughs> you would die. <laughs> no, but the blockhouse is sore. You got too focused the end of swapping it. Oh, yeah, but man. then you're playing a warcaster. That means you might as well just be playing a junior warcaster because if all he's doing is swapping across three spells, he's not yeah. doing anything else. Sure, but he's 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 waiting. He's biding his time. <laughs> All right, so we want to. There's, there's, there's another, there's another solo that I'd like to see on that list, actually. 
All right. All oh, right. is it the Master Gunner? Pendrick. Ah. Okay. But for people, for people that haven't come across Pendrick, uh, he has a special rule called Beast Law. You can give a warrior model slash unit um, Beast Law, which gives it boosted ranged attack rolls. Sorry, not ranged attack rolls, just boosted attack rolls against Great all beasts. Yep. And um, in Mark Two, I pretty much always brought him with Kane because it's hilarious to have like every single one of his gunshots be boosted. But you you can't take Pendrake in uh, in trencher theme. Pretty sure he's a passing Reinhold. Huh? Yeah, you got to drop. Fast. You got to drop Reinhold. If you were to play him in heavy metal, you could do it though. Dilemmas. Yeah, Dilemmas. Okay, let's let's move on. Sebastian, Sharon, Sharon. I don't know. Says, Janker Junk precursor knights in Sons of the Tempest with Striker One and the Piper on feet turn. They get to arm nineteen, twenty three, or twenty six, and on the approach, you can put blur on them or concealment. And you can also take the Black Thirteenth and put Snipe on them, and they can get Snipe from the uh, from Striker. Um, so basically, it is Striker One with Precursor Knights and Gun Mages in the Gun Mage theme. Jank or Junk, Nick? I think this is Jank because it gives a a threat extension to models that normally don't have a threat extension. It sounds weird on guns, but if you've ever played gun mages, there are definitely times when you go, man, I wish I'd been able to do that last turn. Because now all my gun mages are dead. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to call this junk. Uh, Tom, 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 what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with junk as well. And for the main reason of, um, if you're playing Striker 1 with precursors, it should be in flames. Vengeance is too good to give up. Um, it is and a- if if you're gonna bring one unit, you can only bring one one unit of them in Sons of the Tempest. You might as well bring two. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing them because of the fault magic weapons interaction is not as good as friendly faction Ragman, Throne, and um and uh, Hermit, Hermit and Archons and everything. Yeah, there's like yeah, 15 I, things that. Yeah, I know. I, it breaks my heart to make a jank or junk about gun mages, junk, but it's junk. Yeah, it's Fair junk. Enough. I'm I'm sorry, Sebastian. It cuts me deep. You made some junk. <laughs> um, all right, let's go. One one more, last one, last one. We have Jay Brooks sent in a Brisbane two list. You got Brisbane oh. with a Lancer and a Triumph and a Squire. In, okay. Where's the Squire in, in Storm Division? And you bring Alex. You bring Alexia one with the unit of okay. Storm Blades with the UA. And two gunners, and then another unit of... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Just just one unit of Stormblades with the CA. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm looking at it in Messenger. It's all goofy. And then two units of Stormguard infantry. Right? So it's Alexia 1, Stormblades, and two units of Stormguard. Hmm. <laughs> um, I have actually played Siege 2 in Storm Division. Um, it's good. Um, okay. when when he first came out, I had him and I got him painted straight away. Um, I wanted obviously to run him in grave diggers, but the the models that I wanted to run him with, like the express crew and the commando uh, command attachment, 
Well, they, they hadn't been released. They were November, end of November releases. Ah. Um, and Siege came out in September or October, I think I remember. So um, for a while, I ran him in Storm Division. I tried a bunch of different lists. Uh, one of them was double Stormblades and one unit of each type of Stormguard. So it was like 40-plus ah. Storm Knights. Like that. And uh, Siege 2 really delivered them. Um, yep. Between, between um, putting his uh, vengeance spell on a Stormclad and um, Acosta also having yep. a similar effect, there is kind of like, oh, and having Alexia uh, in the list as well. You're kind of really dissuading people from taking pot shots. Obviously, it's not great into a pure range list, but against the combined arms list, you're really making them think twice about taking that one or two shots per turn. Well, um, what's the Lancer doing in this list? Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of Stormclad. I yeah, don't yeah. Know. My, my battle group was typically, um, in Storm Division, my battle group was Triumph and a Stormclad. Yep. In um, Gravediggers, it's, uh, uh, it's Triumph and a Hunter. Just yeah, because yeah. it doesn't require focus. Yeah, yeah, that yep. makes sense. Um, yeah, the, go ahead. His his stat line is so beefy that if he can count <laughs> fo- if he can count focus, he just doesn't die. Yeah. Um, you can put him on a raised piece of ground that grants plus two defense, and be dug in. So he's essentially def twenty against range of the magic. Mm. And arm um, 18, so arm, um, you know, 23 because of focus camp. He, yeah. he just doesn't die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Between uh, between Jay's uh, siege two, uh, I, I'm gonna call that jank. I'm gonna call that jank. I think that's be- okay. Because it fe- it feels like it feels like that might be playable. And you know, reach dudes with another three inches of threat that get dug in are like pretty good, I guess. Um, and fury, and it fury, and fury. Power. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so playing but, him, he is basically inverted striker two. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he buffs the threat range before they charge. Striker gives them an extra bit of threat range after they charge. So it depends on what you want out of him, but he is very viable in storm division. And I agree with the jank. Yeah. All right. We're going to call and that jank. That's only because of the exact exact list construction. All right. So cool. so between Jay Brooks's uh, Siege 2 and John's Kane 2, um, which one wins this week's Janger Junk? Oof. That's I didn't know we had to do winners. Well, well we have I mean, to do I... winners because they're going to get a prize. Oh. Uh... Yeah, yeah, they're going to get a prize, and Nick is going to pay for it. It's, you Apparently, know, we I'm talked about it offline. It's, really? It's fine. Yeah, you, that, you uh, said it earlier today, I'm pretty sure. Um, I need to start entering Jank with Junk. I know, really. <laughs> John, um, I, I'm going to go with John's cane, too, if only because we told him to put a blockhouse in the list, and we made it jankier and less junky. Um and I think that that is a win for John. That's my opinion. 
I think I agree with that because I, I, I think the, the unfortunate reality of the, the siege list is that it's just too straightforward good to be dang. Yeah, yeah, that that's well. I mean, any list with Stormguard in it has to count as janky. Oh, I guess that's a fair counterpoint. I, I, I was know. forgetting about the Stormguard. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're actually pretty good into Sarn. No, oh, stop it. The... <laughs> you you <laughs> stop. Just stop. It. <laughs> um, all right, John. Uh, John Targus, you you win um, a prize. Uh, I don't know what that. It might. It's probably going to be a meme. It's going to be a meme that Brian Sin is going to make for oh, you. Oh. We could we could uh, we could give him a prize of a shout out, a shout out <laughs> on the podcast. I, mean, I think we did, yeah. On the podcast. Yeah. All right, okay. Let's do that. Uh, okay. All right. Anything else you gentlemen want to want to talk about before we let Tom go to bed because it's like one one o'clock in the morning or something. It's half half midnight. Good. Good. Any anything else, I think, gentlemen? I think that's all, and we'll wait for tomorrow. Okay. Are you guys painting anything? No, I need what to, happened? though. I need to paint some stuff. Are you guys painting while we're podcasting? Oh, that's, that's a, a hilarious concept. I need well, to paint. No, it's like, I, I listen to all the podcasts, and sometimes at the beginning of their podcast, they say, oh, is there anything on your painting table? And I just, you know, I just wondered if 